<laughs> You're already declining meetings. He's in Dothan, Alabama. Well, hello. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Lance is settling in. There you go. Pop oh, it top pop again. Pop it top. What you got over there, Lance? This one is called Izzy. Ah. It's actually quite nice. It is carbon. I mean, it's the you know carbonated water, but it's got mm-hmm. like you know natural fruit juice in it too. Is that four ounces? Because it looks tiny. It does. Look, eight eight point four. Right? Okay. Definitely a slim can. Yeah, it's a pony. Slim is can that a new kind? For a slim man. I've never seen the Izzy here. Um, I, I don't know. It's new to me. We found them at Target. It's good to say Lance has got his. Target. Got his medium CrossFit Hendersonville <laughs> shirt on. He's got the pipes hanging out. He the does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure, I didn't really realize that we were going to be on YouTube on our last episode. Yeah. Oh, speaking of. Oh, hang on. Oh, wow. Yeah, whoops. Production team's on that. <laughs> the Holy Spirit must have put that into my mind yeah, yeah. to tell Adam to turn the cameras on. <laughs> I didn't I didn't either. I didn't at least I didn't think the full thing was gonna be on. I, I did notice that Adam has set up cameras, but he's done that many times. So I, I missed the memo that w- the full episode was gonna be on yeah. YouTube. I looked fat from my right side. And one of the things that I noticed since you just were mentioning uh Lance is that he's pretty hard to see behind that microphone. <laughs> yeah, I've got like a whole Wilson like home improvement totally thing going Wilson. on right now. So. Yeah. I like it. You turn, you turn the mic, it looks better. Yeah. I'm looking at this two-by-two two screen and I can tell you look a lot better. So. Yeah, a lot yeah. better now. Hey, I, I full, made some adjustments. I also noticed that my left arm, as y'all notice, looks really big and long when I put it out like this. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I'm That's noticing the wide that. angle. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it tucked in. Yeah, yeah. Don't put anything else on that hanging out over there. Uh, hey, fun fact, folks. Uh, we are, spoiler alert, we yeah. are on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, if you'd like to watch us instead of just listen to us, you, or you can do both, uh, YouTube, we're at uh, youtube.com forward slash common pod. Or you can just search common pod. You'll get a lot of things, but you'll find us. Some, uh, and, and, su- and subscribe. Yeah, oh, please, please. subscribe. Yeah. Oh, and, here, this is the, and it's also the yeah. unedited version on YouTube as mm-hmm. well. So that, that should be enough incentive for you guys yeah. to jump over there. And check if you like the dumb things we said before, yeah. there's even more yeah. on the YouTube version. Yeah. We swear a lot more on YouTube, yeah. too. Does Kyle have his skinny pants on or not? Does he not? We he does know. not, but he's going to wear them. Tune in to find yeah. out. <laughs> I need to lose about five pounds before I wear them. Uh, another full disclosure that upsets Adam sometimes. I know Lots Kyle and I both fall into this, but we recently mentioned to him that he – spends all this time producing our podcast and we don't usually go back and listen. Yeah. With well, a thought we're we were here. You right. Know. I'm not a listener. But I will say thank you for putting us on YouTube. I have not enjoyed an episode more than that one in years. Wow. I yeah. thought you were gonna say you've not watched it, but uh, uh, you plan to <laughs> you strike me as a visual aid guy. It's good yeah. to have visuals with yeah. actually I was doing uh abs during it. Usually I cut those off about twelve minutes. Yeah. But I went a full twenty minutes without all even right. knowing. Nothing says fire you up You're for a workout like listening to yourself talk. Yeah. Like a that's worth that Metallica, the two things that gets yeah. him going, listening to himself Getting talk. Beach ready. Uh, the tiger. Beach ready yeah. abs. Oof. Yeah. Heck yeah. So speaking of uh, like and subscribe, uh, here's a fun fact that you may not know. In order to get any kind of monetization of your YouTube, you have to have at least one thousand subscribers. Not one thousand follows, but one thousand subscribers. So you can have a video that's got 50,000 views. But you got to have. But if you don't have a thousand, you ain't, you ain't making jack off of it. So I did not know that. <laughs> what is. Maybe I, I mean, should, maybe I should use a different what term. Are, what do we, <laughs> what do we got to do to get a thousand followers? Well, I'll tell you this. We need uh, 983 more right now. Yeah, so. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we're sitting at smooth should, 17. Should Lance this, take a shirt off right now? Yeah. How many would that get us? We'll sell ourselves to the uh, night to get yeah. this thing. This is our official launch. You're either going to make or lose uh, yeah. followers. All right. So. True question. Lance, I want you to answer this as honestly as you can. Lance is comfortable over there. He's got his snacks. He's got a snack. Chewing. He's got his right. How many? This is not the taste drinks. No cookies today, Ron? 
No, no cookies. Didn't bring your own tonight. Too busy being a dad and a husband and a boss this week. <laughs> yeah. If I were going to say, Lance, for the next five episodes, you have to do it topless. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with me. Stick with me. How many subscribers would you say, if, I, if we could guarantee you X subscribers to do five episodes shirtless? <laughs> what would that threshold be? What three. Be? I think it's three additional <laughs> now, I want you to think about it. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I think my wife's already subscribed, so <laughs> I don't know. We'd, we'd probably lose a couple. Uh-huh. We might gain a few, too. I'll, I'll say I'll put it at 10. I don't, I don't think it's going to... 10 subscribers? I don't wow. think it's going to move the needle, but it might help a little bit. <laughs> I will go get 10 subscribers. I will, too, to get him shirt off. Absolutely. I'll, I'll set up 10 fake yeah. accounts to make yeah. that happen. Okay. I'm just, I was I thinking he was going to say like 500 yeah. or 1,000. Maybe I should have set the bar a little higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's pretty low. Lance is pretty easy. Yeah. Don't worry I, about bringing a shirt next time, Lance. When you have muscles, you don't mind taking your shirt that's off. That's right, yeah. You know. I just made three for three accounts right now. I yeah. got seven more to go. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if yeah. we get like five hundred though. What else is cooking this week? I've got some dad stuff. Well, I mean, we had a a common denominator excursion. Yeah, we had an outing. It. It's been yeah. a while. It was fun. Should, should we tell them? What <laughs> yeah, it was? I guess we yeah. could share. Yeah, yeah, we could tell them. Well, I think it was called the Big Orange Caravan. Yeah, that's right. A real cool little deal. Basically, brought the big three coaches: the ladies' basketball, men's basketball, and. Of course, Coach Hypo with the football out, and it was kind of Kessling uh, narrated. Yeah, it. It Bob Kessling narrated. It was really good. It was kind of like a little behind the scenes, just chat, meet and greet thing. But it was could have been more than two hundred people there. Yeah, they they said light food. It was a nice, yeah, I mean, a fairly nice buffet. Yeah. And uh, I, I would I would classify that, that as medium food. Yeah, not food light I food. think the food alone was worth twenty dollars. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lance and I were joking about it before. Like, all right, we're gunning for three popcorn shrimp and two cheese cubes. <laughs> That's what we were thinking. But I mean, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. I, Once I, we I figured out how to get into Nissan Stadium, yeah, that was, was a great time. That was a little bit of a problem. <laughs> how many denominators does it take to get into? Yeah, Nissan so Stadium? It, we got fooled a little bit because the tickets. I bought the tickets and they said Gate G one. I mean, for everybody in the world, that's. Gate one, right? It's pretty specific. Yeah. And we parked on the side that had gate one. So three of us rode down together. Adam met us. He was working in Nashville. Well, we get over there and we see one truck that has an orange T on it. So we're like, well, okay, maybe this is where we need to park. So we parked over there next to gate one. What should have clued us in was there looked like quite a bit of heavy construction going on mm-hmm. <laughs> and possibly no way to get into that side of Titan Stadium. That didn't deter us, though. We tried. We tried. We weaved through and, some and, gates. And for a hot minute, you thought we were going to be the only ones there. I too. did. I was like, boy, <laughs> this is going to be the most intimate setting I, I think logic overtook common sense because you're yeah. like, it's, this has to be it. Right. G1. It's but G1. Any, if you stick, take a step back and think about common sense, you're like, this can't be it. Can't be mm-hmm. right. There's construction and nobody's Because I was pretty sure when we saw the one truck and nobody else going in, I was going to get to sit on Hypo's lap and tell him what I wanted for Christmas. Because yeah. <laughs> it was just nobody there. <laughs> Again. Well, yeah. We figured it out finally. So we, we got to the complete other side of the stadium and got in, but had a great time. Like I said, tickets were pretty cheap for what we got, I thought. So 20 bucks. 20 that bucks. Was, that was worth piece. the price of admission. Like Easily. I said, we had a good food and got to listen to the coaches talk. It was kind of cool. Honestly, I was a little surprised at who the life of the party was. Rick Barnes was the guy mm-hmm. that kind of made the night. I mean, he was busting Kessling's chops and telling some good stories. And he was he was comfortable too. He yeah. was like laid back in his chair, yeah. his arm held up, and just giving Kessling all kinds of. Crap, yeah, you could so. tell how that guy could walk into the living room and convince a mom and dad like mm-hmm. your five star son needs to play basketball for me because I thought he was. Hyper was good. Both of them were great, uh, but but Barnes was really cool. So it, it made me feel a little awkward, honestly, because I couldn't tell if. 
there was a general disdain like that that Barnes had for Kessling. Like it was right on the yeah. borderline. It was on the edge. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was looking at Heupel and what's the, what was the female basketball coach? Holly. Name? Kelly. Oh, I mean Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Holly was the last one. Sorry. Yeah. So Kelly. they the look on their faces. Didn't seem like they were enjoying it yeah, that right. much. It made me enjoy it a little bit less. Yeah. I'm like, is this serious? Right. And here we go. They're hating on each other again. Yeah. yeah Hypo seemed to kind of be looking in a different direction whenever right. Barnes would go at Kessling. Like, oh, here we go yeah, again. This yeah. guy again. <laughs> Which I guess you think about it, like Kessling and Barnes are probably the closest. I mean, because they're, they're right there next to each oh, other. Because if, if you looked in basketball, like the commentators are within like – 10, 10, 12 feet of the well, coaches. Well, a lot more games also. Right, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So they, they probably see each other quite a bit more than yeah. him and Hype will do. Yeah, so you figure they're – Many more years together too. So. Right, yep. But I, I was – We'll, really we'll just say they're best buddies and – Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Well, if, you, if you'd like to see a uh, compilation of it, I'm talking to you three too. I did put a video on YouTube. I saw, I liked it. Of. Oh, yeah, okay, well, nice. thanks. So I know anyway, I don't want, I haven't watched it yet. Sorry, right, I don't. Right. You know I've reached a weird point in my life too of like this is a segment we call Kyle's of the age. Yeah, yeah. You you pass a certain point where you're watching, and I'm way past this at this point. But I remember having this reflection to like my early 30s, like the guys I'm watching on TV play football, even in the NFL. Like, oh crap, they're all younger than me now. At that point, when you're coming up as a kid, you're looking up to these guys. So like, mm-hmm. oh man, Steve McNair, that that guy's man. I, what a what a dude. And then you start to get the same age of them. You're like, man, that's kind of weird. Like, But then you pass that point of like, man, I'm sitting here on a Saturday rooting for a bunch of 18 to 21-year-olds. But then I had the realization of like, dang, the football coach at my favorite school, I think he's younger than me. If not, we're like yeah, right there together. And you're weird. like, oh, man, like, oh, I'm kind of getting old now because of the guy I'm rooting for to lead our team to the promised land is younger than me. He's a young man. Yeah, so I'm kind of had that weird moment of like, oh boy. I don't care if he's 12. He's doing. No, yeah, job, I don't so. either. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. it. So, yeah, good outing. We need to do more of those. I did walk away with one regret, and it was uh, Mr. Mr. Ray's birthday. Yes, if y'all, if y'all knew that, and so fun little Kyle and I yeah. kind of fought over who was going to buy his first drink, <laughs> and I and I got it. Yeah, so I got his first drink, and then. What happens is Adam buys the next round, but he gets mine and his and Kyle's. So on his birthday, his bill ended up being bigger than the rest <laughs> yeah, of us. Yeah, and it just didn't feel right. Yeah, I didn't feel right to me. Yeah, I felt right to me. So. You know, I think that's a point. That, to go deeper into that, I think it's a point of like, is there like a thing among guys about buying dinner or drinks for each other? Because I know in our group here. It seems like every time that, like, say, for instance, Ryan buys a round. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I feel obligated to buy the next round. Or or in that situation where Adam bought the next round, it's like. It just means if we're going out, I think we're we having don't, these three rounds. Right. You want it to be even. Right. right. And you always, Or you would just rather just pay for yourself. You don't want to leave the night being the guy that mooched off your buddies. Right. All right. We're not going to accept gifts. Is that a certain age you reach that, or is that just a guy thing in general? I mean, in your early 20s. Lance, are you still feeling like that? The young one of the group, he's used to getting his stuff. So yeah, well, like when you and your boys go out and you you lose your underwear at a, at a gathering. Yeah, what happens then? How, do, how does that work in? Who buys well, your new pair of underwear? Never had that happen, of course. But. Yeah, younger generation dynamic is that a thing it, amongst by you by and your boys? By the way, on a side note, is there a segment that has gone on longer than the Lance's underwear story? Oh yeah, I we're mean, still living on that. We, yeah. <laughs> 
There's so many people have no clue what we're talking There's about. There's so many easier clothes to lose in your underwear. I'm still impressed it was the underwear that got lost. Yeah. Socks? Okay, sure. I, I think there is a, like a common feeling of, of wanting to even things out. You know, right. if somebody buys you a beer, you kind of feel obligated to. So I, I, to me, that does still resonate with the younger generation. I wonder if that's always been a thing with guys. I don't know the right answer. Is it like, is this is, we are men in general are scorekeepers. We're like, we got, did you buy, oh, Adam bought the last round. Okay, this it's my turn. Oh, okay, you got the last I think there must one. be a switchover because I do remember some buddies in my younger years that would like to buy, like, all the rounds. Right. And, you, and I was 100% okay with yeah, that. Yeah, just let it happen. <laughs> yeah, if like, but if I get a, be, a beer or something bought from me unannounced, I'm like, hey, all right, here we go. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm going to buy the next one, though. Like, I think there has to be a little bit of a discussion. Like, hey, uh, are, I don't know. I feel like there has to be some kind of discussion. Right. Are like you a, going in a night where you know you're kind of going to just float it around and you're going to have a party and there might be several rounds bought? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the right answer. Well, but. it makes it makes the buying of the drink a lot more easier, too. I mean, you're not all three. Let's say, it, especially if you're in a place where you have to That's get true. up and go get something, okay? It makes no sense for three people to get up, go get in line behind each other, get their own drink. Like that night when we were together, I had no problem because I was like, I don't, why would I want all three of us, just four of us to get up and walk over there and, and stand in line to the same yeah. rigmarole? Yeah, I guess it's like an unspoken thing. Yeah. Like if, if Adam gets one and then like, okay, I'll get the next one, guys. Like, but that was kind of spoken. So. I, I yeah. am keeping score, though. Except for when it's your birthday, you know? Yeah. You yeah. Draw yeah. Line you shouldn't, you shouldn't you buy, buy any birthday. on your birthday. No. Shame on you, Adam. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, fellas. Yeah. My bad, guys. My you bad. stole our jewelry, okay? <laughs> All right, well, we covered that. So. I have a question. Right, well, we ha- might have an answer. What's what's with the spelling of the word hors d'oeuvres? I know when I spelled that, it... Yes, yeah. that's what prompted it. Divorce, divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Who spells it that way? Like, where did that... What's the, what's the origination of that word? Kyle? I have you no... You gotta know. It's French, right? It's gotta be. It's got apostrophes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's gotta be French. Whores, divorce. Does I that mean, make any sense when at you're all? Coming, when whoever was coming up with words, that has to be the one of the biggest whiffs. And like naming stuff history, right? I feel like I, feel like I, I don't know, but I'm glad spell you brought it out. Spell it out, you, Adam. Spell I'm glad you out. brought it up because there are certain words. I was going to actually ask you all this. There are certain words that I always struggle to spell, and I was curious oh, yeah. if y'all had similar feelings about that. Yes, I'm gonna, and I'll tell I'm you gonna, my word. I'm gonna oh, go ahead. Okay, it's restaurant. Oh, that's a that's <laughs> that makes brutal. me feel better. Yes, I rely heavily I, on the squeaky lines. I always lines. Have, it's yeah. restaurant. I think I, I get thrown off on calendar too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, calendar's <laughs> miserable. Yeah, De- I, the word definitely gets me every oh, time. I get yeah, the red tough. line. Under that one I'm okay yeah. with. But yeah. Restaurant. How, and calendar. How about library? Does library throw you off? I don't at think all? so. Or February? 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 January? February. I was born in January, and every time I spell it out, I'm like, that's, that's not right. <laughs> I know that's not right. <laughs> What about this? Isn't the spelling thing, but T O versus T O O? Oh, it I, I, hate, I hate the misuse of yeah. that, though. That's not. Uh, that's well, not you bad. probably don't like my text because yeah. every time I use it, I have to think about it and I will look it up and then I forget. Right. I, I have no idea. I and it seems it. like there's so many gray areas with it. We're like, oh, I don't know if this is this right or. I usually default just to the T O. Yeah. I feel like that's feel like safer that's a good of the move. two. And I can never remember sympathy or empathy either. Oh, yeah. That's a tough one. <laughs> Just throwing oh, that out there. I have the one. spelling or how to use it? How to use it? Okay. I have <laughs> one. Accept and accept. Yes. Like accept yeah, with that an can be A and e- E-X. Effect, effect. Like, yes. Effect, that's oh, a good one, right. too. Sorry. That's a great one. Uh, yeah. But can I use a different word than this? Totally. I try to use something that doesn't. And that, that one's miserable. But note that all of the words that you've just mentioned 
are not that difficult to spell. Yeah. And they certainly sound a little bit like they're spelled. It's not whores divorce. Right. That's I'm whores divorce. Spell it out. Okay, either. I'm gonna spell it. Spell it. Order. It's uh because most of the women listening right now know how to spell. They're spelling right. it right now. They're right. calling me an idiot because they, they know how to spell it. But for the men out there, it's spelled H O R S. That's the first word. The second word. That's whores everywhere I that's, come That's whores. Yeah. <laughs> this is what's really going to throw you off. You're one letter away from getting beat in the game of basketball <laughs> when you're whores. The second word is D apostrophe. Brace in, fellas. O E U. Now, there's three vowels, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, is there any other word that uses those three out of the gate? V R E S. O E U V R. I had to like write it three times to make sure I was spelling it correctly. Yeah. Whores to. Divorce. That's hors d'oeuvres. That's something with haywire there. Uh, I, hate, I hate them already. I don't uh, even... Now, listen, hand up. I'm no grammar guy. I'm like, Stop the, it, the, Kyle. Stop it. Kyle, Kyle terrible, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> but when then gets mixed up with then, that one's not hard, to my opinion. And there. Get there right. When it needs to be the apostrophe version oh, of there. Yeah, well, three, there's like three different ones. Yeah, yeah. Get, get that one right. Yeah. When you're trying to say they are, make sure you don't use the other ones. There's I always only so con- much a guy from the country can, can yeah, take. Yeah, there's only so much a redneck can take. You know, the other one that gets me is is like used to, you know? Yeah. Or like like use and used. Oh, yeah. Used to. Like, yeah. I don't know. You okay, and, I'm stupid. Sorry. Yeah. Used to could. I'm glad we yeah. got that off our yeah. <laughs> Get it right, okay? Well, I don't know how to segue to something different. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go over the most random thing on my list. Okay, we're ready <laughs> for random. what we just talked about. I saw the oddest. You ever see those? Uh, it's like people just pull up on the side of the road and start selling things. It mm-hmm. might be like smoking chicken. You can tell this isn't. This is. There's just, just people. It's like they're having a right. yard sale on the side yeah. of the road in somebody's parking lot. I pull up the other day to an establishment and there's a trailer. There's two guys, two men, man in this. It's a trailer full of thirty pound bags of Vidalia onions. <laughs> <laughs> And I looked over, and I didn't think much about it. Uh, Where was this at? This was on Dickerson Road. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. And by the way, they labeled this as a fundraiser. It was like a church fundraiser or something like that. And I was like, who is really in the market for 30 pounds? (laughs) First of of all, where do you find 30 pounds? Yeah. Where, what wholesaler do you go to to get 30 pounds of Idaho onions? Apparently, they're on Dickerson Road. Apparently. And how would you eat 30 pounds worth of Vidalia onions before they sprouted? Oh, Unless there's restaurant owners driving past. Be, yeah. Right. Why would you even purchase that back? Yeah. I mean, how, okay, when you got two buddies sitting around, we've all been there, and you've had a few libations. We come up with some crazy ideas, business ideas. Yeah. I mean, this podcast might have been born out of a couple brewskis being had. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it was or wasn't. But anyways, how do you sit around and come up with ideas like, you know, man, there's oranges out there. There's, you name it. But we've settled on 30 pounds worth of onions that's going to get our church over the hump. We're going to get right. to send those people on a mission trip. At least change the amount. Maybe down to 10-pound bags. Right, something usable. Something more sellable. Yeah. But. All right, well, I got one. So yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, we went camping. <laughs> yesterday, we went camping in uh, Cedars 11 in Lansing. <laughs> It's your cat, man. That's all right. He lost a lung over here in case. You'll see that on YouTube. So this past weekend, we went camping, Cedars 11, and not you people, but some other people. And uh, Lance, is, <laughs> Lance is a whole vibe tonight. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. So anyway, 
Went camping this weekend without you fellas, and uh, Cedars of Lebanon. They cheated on it. Uh, hey, where'd you go again? Cedars of Lebanon. Okay, sure. Cedars of Lebanon. So we pull out, going down this two-lane road, and the traffic coming the other way is backed up for miles. <laughs> and I realized they're all going to the flea market. The Lebanon County flea market at noon on Sunday must be all the rage because they were backed up for miles That's and miles. That's what's happening. <laughs> so after about maybe a mile of looking at traffic... And of course, our lane's going slow because of the other lane. I see uh, one of those signs, like one of those flag type signs they put in the road, and they're like now opening or leasing or whatever. You know, it's kind of the arched little flags. Yeah, waving around in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says tamales, like hot tamales. I was like, man, that's random. And we get closer and closer. I was like, I don't see a restaurant or anywhere. And we get up, and I swear there's a Mexican guy holding like three. <laughs> Tenfold, they look like he's holding three burritos, and you just stand there like, anybody want a hot tamale? <laughs> I was like, man, I could go for a hot tamale right, right now. about now. <laughs> I mean, how how hungry would you have to be? Isn't that random though? To buy a random burrito off the store, tamale in this case. From a guy holding them on the side of the street. Well, apparently, if you've been sitting in traffic for the last 45 yeah, minutes to yeah. get to a flea market, you're probably in the mood for a hot tamale. But I would think like kettle corn. Or uh, yeah. I mean, what, what's a fair food? Maybe boiled uh, peanuts. Boiled peanuts. There you go. You remember when we were in Miami? That guy was standing in the middle of the street selling mango ice cream. Yeah, just just stand there randomly <laughs> holding things cream. of mango ice cream. It's like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I, I guess there's a market for that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How do you sell ice cream in the middle of the road? Yeah. I've never figured that out. I don't either. Unless you're in Antarctica. I know I've had one before, but can you explain to me exactly what a tamale is? No. What's inside of it? I can't. I'm not sure either. I can't. Isn't it like a... But I'll get Randy like on it. wrapped in like a corn husk looking thing, right? Yeah. I, I, I had one as a youth, but I can't remember what's on the inside. Hey. It's oh, probably... Beans, rice. You got a cheese Basically in there. Basically a taco, right? I think so. Sauce. A little sauce in we there. got our people efforting it right now. Uh, ground beef, uh, pork, tomatoes, peppers. It's like in a corn husk, right? Sort yeah. of thing? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ooh, that looks good. It does look good, actually. Looks a lot better than a hot tamale. Yeah. While we're on the topic of food, I have something. (laughs) It's kind of in the same vein. Because you mentioned something about mango ice cream. And I've had this on my list for quite a while now, so I'm glad I finally have an opportunity to bring it up. Segway. I'm just going to admit this. I don't really understand what gelato is. Mm. Is it ice cream? Is it not ice cream? Can someone explain Mm. to me what gelato is? I can explain because I found this out last week. Fantastic. Is this this an explain it to Lance? Uh, This is an explain it to Lance. Thank you. Look at that. Brought it back. I I need to get Randy on the full definition, but basically (laughs) uh, it's the difference in like one has uh, milk and one has like heavy cream in Mm. it. Gelato is heavy cream, right? I would it's, think it's so, the opposite. Yeah. It's actually. opposite. Really? Gelato oh, yeah, has okay. more milk in it because I thought, oh, that'd be like less carbs or whatever. In it. And no, it's more. Hmm. Uh, what, there's, what are we comparing gelato mm, versus to ice, cream. ice cream? Sorry, to ice cream. Okay. Consistency more fluffy. I mean, what? It does seem more fluffy. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more flavorful, actually. I thought. I like it. It hmm. seems lighter, actually. But you never say, yeah. hey, let's, let's go, go out and get some gelato, kids. Kids, y'all want some gelato? Because <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure they'd be like, no, I'm good. Can you get the same flavors as like well, cookies and cream gelato, or is it, it a must different be, flavor profile? Okay, yeah, you can get different. You can definitely get different flavors. But why why I stay away from it is you you can pay the same price for a tiny gelato thing in the supermarket, or you can get a half gallon of normal ice cream. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. price point. And you look different. at that, and you're like, which one's probably going to taste better? 
It's going to be the ice cream. Yeah, we're giving the purity. Okay, here's the official definition. Okay, we've got, we got Randy's on uh, While both gelato and ice cream contain cream, milk, and sugar, there are differences too. Authentic gelato uses more milk and less cream than ice cream and generally doesn't use egg yolks. Hmm. So it's the egg whites. Yeah. Or only egg whites. Hmm. Interesting. But it uses more milk. But gelato, like I said, uses more milk than cream. Huh. And the cream is what doesn't have the carbs in it. That seems very French too. Is gelato mm-hmm. a French word? That has to be, right? I thought it was like Italian. Oh, it could be. Yeah, Italian. I bet you're Italian. Okay. Yeah. Good Italian. Call. I got a question. Not It's not a segue for this either, but what is the most cliche dad thing that's ever happened to you? Like, this is right out of the sitcom. This is right out of funny dad quotes. So let me give you an example. This has happened about a week and a half, two weeks ago. So I'm inside doing some things around the house. My my youngest five year old son is out. He the boy loves being outside. Like it's tragic when he's got to come inside, which I'm thankful for. I love the fact that he loves being outside. So when he's out in the backyard, it consists of throwing a football to nobody, which I've done when I was a kid, or he's hitting his golf balls. And here lately, it's been a lot of golf and soccer. It's the two seasons are kind of in. I've had to buy him. The kind of if y'all see familiar with practice golf balls, a regular golf ball is kind of hard. You know, everybody's seen a regular golf ball. I bought him these foam, like a stress ball would be. They're yeah. practice balls. Limited flight. They hit something. It's fine. So I've had to regulate him to the soft golf balls. Son, you got to hit these now. You're hitting it a little too hard. I'm worried you're going to hit the neighbor's house. Are you going to hit your sister while she's out here? So, okay. Well, I'm inside. Mitigating and, risk. Yes. He's on his practice session outside. 30 minutes in, I hear the back door open, and I can hear crying. He's falling. Something's happened. We've been through this before. Well, he comes up to me, and he's struggling to get words out. I'm like, son, are you hurt? Are you okay? He kind of shakes and gives me the no sign. You know, the shakes, you know, the catcher calls me off. No, it's it's not an injury. It's worse than that. I get the, the hyperventilating trying to talk. Son, what's going on? You've got to tell me what's going on. I was hit my ball, and I was hit, and I hit it really hard, and I hit a window. I said, wait a minute. I said, do you hit a window? With your golf ball. And he's bawling at this point. I mean, like every ounce of water is coming out of his body through his eyeballs. I'm like, son, what what did you hit? Where did you hit it? I hit really hard off and hit window. I'm like, what? I said, you got to. At this point, we've got two neighbors, a neighbor across the street. I'm like, he's busted somebody's window. Charades, we go to, like, sounds like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Write it down. So I was like, take me outside. Take me outside. And he's in a full panic at this point. I've never seen him like this before. Mm. And he walks me down the back of our sidewalk and takes an immediate left away from the neighbor's house, rounds the corner, and right above our bathroom, we have a four-by-four window. And there it is, boys, right in the center of the window. There's a golf ball laying below it and a busted window. Oh, gosh. So he's got tired of these new balls that you got. He's busted out. He's Mm -hmm. went to the golf cart, gotten one of his balls out of his bag, Mm -hmm. and he's been hammering these around the yard. His sister's on the swing set, oblivious. I'm like, Emery. I said, first of all, for full, I'm going to go full disclosure here. I flew extremely mad. I mean, I, my mind's racing. I've got a custom window, It's a, which I've still not been able to get a price to fix yet. If you're familiar with the construction world right now, windows is like a problem. So, mm-hmm. and I've got a custom size one above my my bathroom that I've got to try to replace. Well, I'm not familiar though with the construction world. Why are, why are windows a problem? Man, right now? it's been anything from getting glass 
to the foam that you've had to have in the glass to the panes that you need, you name it, it we've got a problem with it. It's just it's, it's an like issue. Everything else. Yeah, the manufacturing is an issue. So, well, lo and behold, like when my house was built, the codes have changed, and anything it's above a bathtub in our. What bathroom. does "lo and behold" mean, by the way? Let's, <laughs> we'll circle back to that. <laughs> See, I've never th- thought about yeah. that before. <laughs> I think it's like a. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Bookmark that. Bookmark yeah, bookmark that. that. Yeah. So above any kind of bathroom, you've got to have tempered glass now. So that's a whole other level of basically what your car window is. If it gets hit, it doesn't shatter. It just crumbles. So I'm sure that's a whole other thing. So new codes on that. But anyways, of course, I just go white hot mad at him. And his sister's out there just swinging away 30 yards away. I'm like, Emery, what happened? She's like, well, I thought I heard something bust. But I heard it bounce off your truck first. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> and I immediately turned to him. I said, did you hit my truck too? <laughs> this is all I'm hearing at this point. There's no audible words coming out. <laughs> and he which, just shakes his head. Yes. truck? My work truck, oh. thankfully. But it's a brand new work truck. And I'm pretty anal about it too, keeping it clean. Not yeah. as much as my personal truck, uh-huh. but still. Last thing, and that's one of the rules is you can't hit on that side of the house. Near my truck, even with the phone box. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's one of the rules of owning a company truck. You can't hit it with a golf ball. No, no, yeah, that that too. I think that applies as well. (laughs) But yeah, so I've I've combed over the truck. I think he sort of just glanced it off the front of it, off the kind of hood, and there's no dents in it. I've been over it, but and I was like, "You hit my truck at the with the same ball, then it hit the window, and I never got a word out of him, just a head nod." Oh man, man. It was not a proud dad, proud dad moment. I just kind of lost my cool. I'm like, you're supposed to be hitting the phone balls. I mean, I just totally, I was like, I want to snap your golf clubs. I'm so mad right now. He has a bad night. We, you know, it's fine now. It's, it's I'm still trying to get the, I've gotten one quote, which I've got another window that the seal has failed on and they'll fog up. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that happen to window. They mm-hmm. just fog up and they won't. So I was like, oh, it's a good time to replace both those windows. The first quote I got for two windows was eighteen hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! So I've got a buddy of mine who's in construction who's trying to help me work to find a better deal than that. But I'm hoping someday when he wins the Masters or a U.S. Open or something, I've got a story to tell about him busting my window. But and two he, or three days later, after I kind of calmed down, I was like, I was telling Jessica, I was like, "This is—is is there any more cliche thing oh, now? Man. It's usually a baseball or something like that." But I was like, "Is there anything more cliche than your kid busting a window with a ball?" I mean, but. I'm living. I mean, we've been rolling snake eyes at my house. We have a busted window from Jack. The storm damage. We're getting a new roof, which is happening right now. Which is hey, that's great insurance. I got a new it's a roof. Blessing in the skies. But it's it's still a pain getting it done and the disruption and all that. And our driveway's been messed up. Jessica was involved in a car accident, which it was not her fault. She got rammed into on a rainy day. So it's like, man, we keep. And then we got up Saturday morning to leave for our anniversary, and the heat wasn't working. Luckily, the guy came out. It was a $200 visit and a fix, and we're fine and back. But I was just like, man, we can't be rolling any more snake eyes. But anyways, back to my question. You got any cliche things that have – I mean, that, that come on. I, I don't know if I call this cliche, but I, it, my mind popped into – because when you have boys, anybody that's listening that has boys knows that broken window is one of many, many things to come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, so one of the odder ones – You might want to get two. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> One of the odder ones that I can remember was probably, I'm going to say three, four years ago, we had a, we had a, our dog was still living there in Griffin and we've got a fenced in backyard. And so about once or twice a year, one of our, our, uh, one of my college buddies would let us keep, well, not let us, he would ask us to keep his dog while they're going out of town. 
And so Charlie would come over, and they would, you know, they loved it. The two dogs would get together, run all around the backyard. That's setting up the scene for why the decision that Reed made was such a bad idea on this particular day. As all of us do, and especially young boys, sometimes, you know, nature calls, and you got to go number two, especially when you're having fun in the backyard. Well, he goes to the back door, which is not the way he came into the backyard, and it's locked. So instead of just walking around to the gate, which he came in and coming into the house, he decides, I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> he takes a dump next to the house in the corner of the fence in the house. <laughs> and by the time I catch wind of it, literally, I, I'm immediately thinking, there's a dog, there's two dogs in the backyard, <laughs> and my buddy's dog had eaten it up. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I can relate to things like golf yeah. balls through the window. When you think, reckon what, what, what were you thinking? What, you what goes through a kid's it's, mind? It's, we're it's like, hilarious. I have one option. That's the crap in the corner of the yard. Yeah. With no toilet paper option either. So, you know, that's a whole other thing. Well, to kids deal don't with think too. about toilet paper. No, 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 never. That's why you got underwear. Well, Jeez. I mean, I got to give him credit. It's either you make it inside or you find a place in the yard. You don't go in your pants. Right. You know? so, yeah. So that's step yeah. in the right direction. Next time crap in the I wouldn't say it was a bad perhaps. decision. It was, just, right. it was a humorous decision. <laughs> it was a decision, <laughs> nonetheless. And I have to be a little more careful these days because now that we're YouTube official, uh, my boys have started. Oh. So he's going to get aired out. Watching, yeah. So, yeah. You think he remembers that memory? Oh, I, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Good times. I just thought of the Bigfoot thing from last week and started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't touch uh, that, unfortunately. My kids are perfect. I'm perfect father. So, uh, yeah, if you have girls, like they're not the girls aren't exactly what? pooping in the corner of the yard. They do different stuff though, which I, I'm about to tell you. Oh, Lance has got one. Yeah, so He's already he already told us about his broken TV that I believe mm-hmm. Jackson was the culprit on that, or was it? I think Thea? it was a, it was it was both a team effort. Yeah, it was yeah. a team effort. But this one is more of Thea. I mean, there's not really a daddy's a great, girl. There's yeah, daddy's girl again. There's not really a great story to it. We just. I, I take it back. My wife was the one that noticed it first. The girls came downstairs one day, and they were, like, modeling swimsuits or something like that. And we initially – I didn't notice at all. It was Timmy that noticed. But we didn't notice initially. And then, um, I don't know, like 30 minutes, an hour passed, and all of a sudden Timmy went up to Thea, and she's like, Thea, have you been cutting Henry's hair? Ooh. And, oh, uh, and Thea's, Thea's so, so slick that she's she won't she's very honest but she's slick too so instead of actually like coming out and saying yes or no she just kind of like sits there and <laughs> like doesn't really say anything cuz she doesn't want to lie but she's also trying to be honest so she just kind of she goes with a loose lip sink yeah, ship, yeah she doesn't she doesn't she tries not <laughs> yeah. to say anything that's going to incriminate herself very smart uh but eventually you know, we got it out of her, and she's like, "Am I gonna get a spanking?" We're like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, you are. You're about to get a spanking." Was, was it with safety scissors at least? <laughs> One per hair. I mean, I guess, I guess, shame on us for having scissors around. But I mean, the kids, you know, do arts and crafts stuff with their scissors, and they're cutting and playing with them. And you're not expecting a full on barbershop. No, Thea's just she likes doing that kind of stuff. She likes playing dress up. She likes you know doing all kinds of stuff with her dolls and playing with hair. And she just decided to do beauty salon one day. It wasn't <laughs> like she was jealous of her sister's hair or anything like that. She just she was like, oh, she likes it, you know. Mm. So how, what kind of damage was done here in this situation? I mean, we got a gaping hole. <laughs> 
kind of? I, I wouldn't say gaping hole, but it was pretty. It's pretty obvious now when I see it, and it's even more obvious to Timmy. But she definitely took a lot of the hair in the front off. Oh man! So like a, the forehead turned into a five head. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, and she's got really long and dense, thick hair, anyways, but. Now the front of it just doesn't quite go with the rest of it, you know. So you got months of recovery ahead to get that. that it's going to be a while, yeah, before it grows. Man, back. in the grand uh, scheme what? of things, pooping in the yard is way less mm-hmm. than chopping some hair off. <laughs> How yeah. did Timmy feel about this situation? Oh, heartbroken. What? She yeah. took it really hard. Yeah. yeah. I can see it. Henry yeah. might need to get a new wig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put some weave in there or whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm over it now, but it still is just kind of like, you know. It sucks that it's going to take that long. But it is just hair, end of the day. It could have been a lot worse, you know? You know, it kind of goes back to the stuff we were talking about a couple of episodes ago uh, with Josh about common sense. And it's like, you know, for us, I said this to my oldest daughter, Ella, who's almost 13 all the time. I was like, oh, why, why won't you? Th- why do you not think about that? I mean, I, I say it. I could say it three times a day. Oh, yeah. And I swear I have to remind myself, okay, I forget. She's 12. Yeah. She's got other things She's got going 12 on years of wisdom, yeah, not yeah, 42. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's tough to. It's tough I, to I was smashing mailboxes in. with pumpkins when I was twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and, I, and I'm getting yeah. on to my kids. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite memories of college was literally blowing a mailbox to pieces. Back when M80s were M80s, and we oh. just there was nothing left but a post. It was the greatest thing ever. So that was our. No, we were. Uh, I would say different college kids. We weren't, you know, partying and right. and and drinking. So our fun would be we would fill up. We would buy a bag of little water balloons, and we'd fill them up, put them in this uh, laundry basket, load up in the car, and we would terrorize Green Hills downtown. Oh, yeah. If you were out on the street, you were getting smashed you were with a water smashed. balloon. That yeah. was so much fun. Good times. I would hate it if I could hit oh, with yeah. a water balloon now. Man, we used to – our thing was we would steal signs. So we would, like, go around and yeah. steal a realty sign, yeah. mm-hmm. put it in somebody else's yard. I mean, we had <laughs> we good, had actually. all, all <laughs> kinds – yeah, we had all kinds of, like – shenanigans with signs i mean i mean at one time in our garage we probably had 20 or 30 different signs of you know you name it we we would take it it was a street festival or a, no dumping yeah no dumping wide load one. sign off yeah. of a truck we stole one of those and had it hanging in the Did house you swap the bush and clinton signs oh <laughs> th- yeah political times were great for signs yeah and you'd put a like some guy you knew was like a dead hard democrat you'd put a bush sign in his yard and vice versa <laughs> man and just fun times and if you ever found your last name on a street sign it's like oh man oh, yeah. that was the you had to do every, you know you had to take tools with you to get that one down that was a coordinated effort but <laughs> yeah those are the good old days there there was a hot minute that i'm definitely not proud of that uh you remember when like the hood ornaments of like oh uh, yeah not just the mercedes i mean like the jaguar i mean there was yeah. multiple different <clears throat> ones those become hot commodities, yeah. and for whatever reason, we just rip those off a car. Yeah, you know? it's like thank goodness statue of limitations. I would be livid if something. I, I yeah. would be livid if I saw somebody do something like right. that to somebody else's car, let alone if it was mine. That's so. a tough thing to remember. Stuff you see teenagers do now, and it just like pisses you off as a forty year old, oh, yeah. and you're like, everybody has cameras now. Yeah. I feel like it's you're not fun. So anymore. much more likely yeah. to get in yeah. trouble True. if you do something like that now. I hope yeah. So friend of mine made the comment is like there's no way i'd have the job the wife or the status i have now if there was youtube and mm-hmm. twitter and facebook when i was a kid coming up because i would have been ruined mm-hmm. yeah yeah we sat around one night in college of course you, you kind of get bored doing the same water balloon routine every night right. you gotta spice and, it up. yeah we had to spice it up one night so in our 20 year old minds this is gosh oh my kids don't hear this and think yeah. they can do this <laughs> but we decided we're like 
let's let's throw water balloons. Let's fi- figure out a different way. Why don't we go to like maybe one of the girls' dorms? So we were at Lipscomb, and guys and girls were separate. And so one thing leads to another. We start you know brainstorming, and we decide before I know it, ten minutes later, we all have on tennis shoes, Kroger plastic sacks <laughs> as our underwear. That is it. We've we've put them on and made like almost like diapers. One of my friend buddies I, I hope into these a were, weren't like current because the current Kroger sacks like, are see through. Oh, we, yeah. we had to double or triple them up so you couldn't yeah. see through. So Pro we basically tip. have on Kroger sack uh, Speedos. Yeah. Because if they're not holding a half gallon of milk, they're not holding your junk <laughs> in. Yeah. yeah it's going to And rip. the only other thing we had on were masks. Like my buddy, one of my buddies, Jeff, had on a, a George W. Bush mask. <laughs> we had just different masks that we had on to, and we loaded up our water balloons. Ran through the girls' dorm, smashed the girls like in the hall or in the room, and ran out. Man, never and got you look never, now. That was it on that night. That was the time crime. of our lives. Yes. This, this was so much fun, but you you could not get away with that. No, time. you'd be ruined. You'd did be ruined. it ever get out that who did it? I don't know. I'm probably, but right, we probably nothing bragged about it. Yeah, you know? we didn't. We never got like, in trouble. Oh, uh, ha, kids being kids. Anyways, yeah. maybe we should cut that out, Adam. I don't of course. Know. Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> long ago did it be? Statue of limitations could be up. Let's just wrap this up. episode up before I say yeah, anything else. Yeah. About my past. All right, so we relive some of our youth and the fun times. I've got very much old man yelling at cloud uh, to talk about. I've got an air like it's grievance time. I've got, I've got, and we've talked about this before, but I've taken a whole new angle with it in my thought process. Today was like the straw that broke the camel's back. I ate at what we call a fast casual place for lunch today. A McAllister's, a Nukes, you know, like a deli kind of place, Jason's Deli, something like that. So I think COVID has broken our system of how we pay for things. We've oh, talked about old this. Old man Kyle's Yeah, we've out, talked yeah. about this before. It's getting serious. But I have a real problem. So I order my food. And you're all going to hear about to it. A guy stand, I'm, <laughs> I stand in line. I, I order my food. He gives me a number. So when that comes to my table, I've got somebody that walks it out, hands it to me. Uh, they've already given me my drink. I'm not getting any kind of service other than here's your food. When you're done, you walk out the door. When I pay for my $14.61 lunch, it asks me what do I want to tip as soon as I stick my card in. <clears throat> and it has options of other 15%, 20%, mm-hmm. 25%, 25%. I think it's 25%. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to go no tip, you have to go through the other process. And other will say, you can put in a dollar amount or you can cancel out of the tip. Mm-hmm. So I've got to go. Kind of like a shaming process. Yes. Yeah. I've got to go three stages to not tip you for something I don't think warrants a tip. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting any table service other than somebody bringing my food out. <clears throat> Second of all, I've not received any service yet if you mm-hmm. won't even call it service. So I could sit there for 30 minutes and not get my fast casual meal, but I might have tipped you 20% before I've received any service. Mm-hmm. Jersey Mike's is another example. This happened last week. I'm standing in your line, ordering a sub, following my sub down the line to add my condiments. And when I get there to pay, like, what's my tip options? And theirs is even more complicated. Like, you think when you're looking at the screen, you have no option but to tip. You've got to hit a cancel button on the pad. Like you said, a shaming process. I'm like, man, have we gotten to the point where we're supposed to tip for everything? The guy's paid to make my sandwich. What has he done Mm -hmm. that warrants... An additional tip. They're also not, not not making minimum wage right. anymore. A tipping thing, thing was for a guy that was $2 making three dollars and fifty cents serving right. tables. Full disclosure, my wife tell you I'm a good tipper. Like my base is twenty percent. If I mm-hmm. receive pretty good service, 
I'm giving you 20. Yeah, if you don't spit in my food, you're good. Right. 20. Great service, you're going above that. And a lot of times, if it's not even the server's fault, if they're understaffed now, I get that. I don't knock them for that. If they're struggling to get around to their tables, I see they're hustling. So my point is, we've gone way too far in the tip world. I shouldn't be tipping at fast, casual places that are not coming to my table multiple times. Refilling your drink? Everything okay? Literally got a guy, plops it down, takes my number, and I never see him again. So that's that is the gist of my grievance. I don't think I should be tipping for that. So, I, so like, I've never seen Kyle is this impassioned. His face—it's been a while. His yeah. face—he's so the same leaned color. in. He's, yeah. So the main uh, issue is that you would rather there not even be that prompt to say, right. "Like, would you like to tip?" Okay. I'm okay with Jersey Mike's at the end of it. Always before there was a bucket there, mm-hmm. and it says tips on it. The guy was super nice or something. And I've got a buck in my pocket. Shoot, I'll throw it in there. But I just don't like being prompt for a tip. Well, you know what you should do, and I know this isn't super convenient, but just paying cash so you can just avoid that whole prompt thing. Yeah, that'll really throw them off too. They're like, "What is this?" Cash. I'm sure. I'm sure the prompt is because people don't pay cash anymore, and most don't carry cash. Right. So there's no. I mean, you've got a bucket there. It's like, well, Mm -hmm. I tip, but I ain't got any cash on. Sure. But my my whole just my my argument is. I don't think those are typical positions. Oh, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah, Pan- I agree with that. Panera is the one that gets me. It's yeah. like, okay, you're taking my order. I'm, I have to walk over there and I have to stand there until they just slide my food up yes. on top of the thing, and then I got to pick it up myself. So what? Who's who's getting the tip, and why? Right. What, who am I tipping? Yeah, why am I that's tipping? what I'm that's, saying. That's who what you really want to know. Who yeah. are they? Are the workers even getting the tip? Right. Yeah, that, that's, that's this may the be the question. most common denominator thing we've ever talked about. <laughs> everybody listening has had some situation where they're like. Do I tip? What do I tip? Yeah. My, Who gets my the tip recent one was this week at Sonic, and I'm going to give a praise, and I'm going to smash them all at the same time. Praise sandwich. Perfect run form yeah. right here. I like this. I've always felt at Sonic because there's no fast food restaurant in the world for you know going back years that you felt the pressure to tip at other than Sonic because they, yeah. they bring it out to you. At least I've always felt that pressure. And so if you when you would show up and you just happened to not have cash, there was no way to tip. My praise is they have changed that. When yes, you great. when you put your card in, it immediately comes up and says, "Does this whole thing one dollar, two dollar, no tip, whatever," which I like. But uh, but now I went so this week I went and I'm up there and I actually don't have enough money. I don't have enough cash to pay for my meal, but I do have cash. And I was like, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna." I've got I, some singles. I had two dollars in my pocket, and I'm like, "I'm gonna use these finally on something." That's my plan. Been carrying that two dollars for two Been carrying around. It doesn't burn pocket. anything. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to use it. Well, so I, so I pay with my card, and I go up to the screen to push no tip. Guess the only button on there that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the no tip. I am punching that screen. Bam, bam, bam. I'm trying everything, moving it around. Nothing. I I go to one dollar. It works. Two dollars. It wow. works. Back to one dollar. It works. Then I go back to no tip. Done work. That's by the time I get done. If you've ever been to Sonic, you realize those all those screens have timers. Yep, thirty seconds is up or whatever it was, and it says, "Thank you for your tip. Your food will be here in just a minute." <laughs> Timed out on you. That's totally rigged system. I, I, it was rigged, and it makes me wonder: is every screen like that there, hmm. or do they just make just a few faulty? And like you said, the workers in there probably have no idea who's tipping what. If it's yeah. coming through a card. So are they getting 20% of that at the end of the night? They're like, God, man, nobody tipped tonight when maybe 80% of the people did give a dollar. Yeah. So is it set up in the restaurant's favor? I really swear this started happening a lot more when, when COVID was a thing. There was a lot of takeout, curbside services. Like, you know, got guys bringing my food out. They're struggling a little bit. 
service industry is really under a struggle. Yeah, I'll tip. I'll tip for that, or I'll tip for the guy to bring my Jersey Mike sub out to my car because they're closed inside for dining. But man, it's just carried over. It's gone. It's going too far. I don't know where the the, the whole end line of that is. But uh, here's here's my hot take. I'm okay with them with with there being an, an opportunity for you to tip. Don't disagree. The three different screens and slides and the shaming, that's what I have a problem yep. with. If you're going to say, just like the, the Sonic thing, if you're going to say, you know why it didn't work? Because so many people tried to hit mm-hmm. no tip. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like the yes button on the gas tank. You ever notice that's the button that's like completely yeah. wore all to crap because people are like, yes, I want a receipt. I think it should be refined to where it's like, do you want to tip or not? Okay, fine. No yeah, give me the no yeah. tip option on the first screen. The shaming is ridiculous. Yeah. I'll, I'll, and I just, the whole process of me tipping you before I've received anything. I could sit there and my meal could be awful. And I've, I've tipped you 20% because I felt obligated it was on the screen. So I've, as a guy that is a good tipper, I have went the other direction. I, I'm almost no tip on any of those situations mm-hmm. now. I just can't can't do it. I'm I'm out. So sorry, service industry, but your companies have forced me to be a curmudgeon when it comes to that. So not really tip related, not, but not it, for any other reason. Yes, but but this is service industry related. Uh, I, I have to give a shout out to Culver's actually. Culver's has been brought up a lot on this podcast. Um, this this segment, you're part of our burger challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, and um, I've never seen this at a fast food place. If you consider. Culver's fast food rather than fast casual. Um, but it was just me and all three kids. And so, man, sometimes when you go to Culver's and you got all three kids with you, it's hard to just stand in line with the kids because they, oh. they act a fool. And so I was like, all right, y'all. My kids don't act a fool. <laughs> like you're just a perfect dad then, Adam, I guess. <laughs> no, just perfect kids. So I was like, all right, y'all go y'all go to the table and sit down, and I'll go up here and order first. So I walked to, walk them to the table and set them down, and I noticed they have this little um, – you know, big QR code thing on the sign. And I was like, huh. And they were like, order from the table. And I was like, Ooh. I think I will. So you can actually walk to the table, sit down, order your food, and not have to stand in line at Culver's. So I thought that was pretty cool. Man, the parent-friendly stuff, some of that has really come a long way. That That is a cool feature. And that's something I feel like I would tip for something like that. That's a nice feature. Let me throw somebody a buck for it's that, for coming Culver's out here. In. Yeah, so... Yeah, hey, I'll throw I'll throw one's a, another positive, and it happens to be Sonic. So, so uh, this is not a plug, free plug yeah. by any means. But this is so your Sonic, Sonic Sonic has an app. Imagine that they have yeah. an app, but you can order ahead. So when I pick up Molly every single Monday, this has become a tradition, unlike any other. <laughs> oh, well, CBS Masters. There, it's huh? a it's a it's a cheeseburger and a blue raspberry slushie nice. for the kid. And so yeah. as soon as she gets in the car, she's like, "Can we go to Sonic?" I'm like, "All right." And I can order it right there from my phone yeah. at her school. When you pull in, order it, pay for it, everything. In fact, from the tipping aspect, they have a round up feature. So yeah. if it's thirteen forty seven, you can round up to fourteen bucks, which again makes yeah. me wonder who's getting that forty seven cents. Probably not that worker, but but the cool thing. Okay, so you you ordered your food, you paid for it, you pull into the little stall at Sonic. And you type in the number. Every, every one of those has a number on it. You type in the number. As soon as you type in the number and you look up, it says. Welcome, Adam or whoever. Your order's on on their way, and I swear, thirty seconds they're walking out with your food. And they go, "Here you go, thanks." Yeah, in and out of that stall. That's in pretty sweet. Less than a minute. Chick Fil A's got that going on too with their yeah. orders. It's pretty sweet. Well, it depends on the place, though, right? Yeah, because I mean, not all of them have it. Yeah, a lot of them cut out the whole which lane are you in. I mean, some yeah. of them are drive through only type right. thing. Yeah, that's very confusing. In fact, the same store will 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 change stuff up all the yeah. time. Don't yeah. get me started. While we're on, on frozen custard. Oh yeah! Slight uh, quick shout out to Andy's. 
uh, frozen custard in Galveston. Yeah, Charlie how is that? Oh, I saw boy. that. I've heard all had, about them. Fantastic. Yeah. I've seen it, is but it? I hadn't been in there. But I've also frequented a Freddy's recently. Oh, Freddy's. Freddy's is awesome. It's similar to Culver's, I would say. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? Steak and Steak shake. and shake. Yep. Similar steak and shake. So we go in there. I'm not going to talk about the food. It was, you know, it was good. Yeah. Great ice cream. All that was great. And we're talking about Andy's now, right? Freddy's. Freddy's. Okay, yeah. sorry. Where Freddy's. is Freddy's? They're coming out of the north. There, uh, there's one in Smyrna. I'm not okay. sure if there's Bowling one Green, Clarksville. They're kind of. Right I think they're coming out of the north, coming down. It, check it out. Yeah, anyway, it's worth it's, cool. it's, it's worth yeah. it's worth going in. So we're sitting there, and, I, and this is, goes into I've got I could talk for two hours by myself about the fall of humanity and oh, people, how yeah. irritating they are these days. And it has nothing to do with me becoming a grumpy old man. It's all it's all them. So we're in there. <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah, Grant and I are having a nice afternoon meal by ourselves, and we're. It's our fault. We put, we picked the booth closest to the counter. It's, mm. it's literally six, seven feet away from us. So this guy goes up to get his food. Well, somebody before him had dropped one of those, like, ranch little, like, tubs, yes. you know? Yeah. Right there. The Freddy's Fry Sauce. It was Freddy's Fry, something yeah. like that. Yeah. He steps on it, and it sounds like a bomb went off. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, boom, enough where Grant and I both just shivered. <laughs> No big deal. Well, when he, the way he stepped on it, it must have been like right under the toe of his boot because it <laughs> shot, shot it. I mean, all over the side of the counter. <laughs> Everywhere. And the guy just, this is the first, this is part one of the story. The guy literally looks down at it, grabs his food, and just turns around and walks off. Oh, wow. Now, I'm not saying, like, I would have picked it up. I'm not saying you have to pick it up because somebody right. else dropped it. But at least make acknowledge the situation. So, oh, man, we've had Tell, an accident tell the guy at the yeah. counter, which he doesn't do. So I'm sitting here, and people, three or four more people are walking up, just looking at like <laughs> walking around it like there's a gator or something right. standing down what there. Like, what is this? What happened? <laughs> yeah. It's a crime scene. So finally, a customer is like, hey, you've, you've got a huge mess up here. <laughs> and this is what I think all of us as parents need to learn a lesson from this kid and whoever his parents were. So this, I would, I'm going to say he was 16. He is the one that somebody tells him to come out and clean this mess up. And so I'm watching. I'm very interested. He brings a bucket and it's got some water and he's got a a fresh dry cloth. He drops this thing down in the bucket and immediately I know this kid. He's never. He's not going to survive life on his own. Right. He's going to try to eat the water. So he dips it down and most normal humans would dip it down in the fresh water, wring it out, wring it out. He does, he does no oh, ring. Boy. He picks it out, and there's literally a waterfall coming off the sand <laughs> all the way to the counter. And then he's made a bigger mess at this yeah. point. And then he just does this. It is smearing everywhere. Everywhere. He's not even doing like the, you know, you kind of do that Cup scoop it and get it off. Yeah. The pinch, none of it. This is a 40. <laughs> so which went from localized to we've got a whole counter yeah. disaster. And now uh, yeah. whole I went from yeah. mad at the guy that left it to. I'm fairly entertained. Yeah, you know, what's going on? Let's here. see where this goes. And I, I, I didn't time it, but I would say it took this kid a good three minutes to realize this isn't working. Yeah. And finally, he he did change methods. He adapted and he he got it cleaned up. But it was it was three to five minutes <laughs> before it was up. Man, something that should have taken you know maybe thirty forty five seconds. Right. So that's my PSA to ourselves mm-hmm. and any parents out there: when your kids make a mess. Make them clean it up. Oh, yep. Even yeah. even if when we think yep. they're not old enough to do it and they're going to screw it up and they're going to be like that 15-year-old kid, 
we don't want their first time to be when they're right. working at mm-hmm. Freddy's. And, you know, that brings up another point is sometimes, and I'm trying to do a better job of it, but I, I'm so get the job done type guy, check it off the list that, oh, I'll just do it. I'll do oh, it. Yeah. I've got, and you probably. Much, much easier path. Yes. And, and especially probably you with, with older sons is like, man, I really need to teach my kid how to put air in a tire because my wife doesn't know how to do any of that, which I, it's a, you know, female, but it's even something I want to teach my daughter of like how to do practical things. Like how to clean up a mess, mm-hmm. how to put some air in your tire if you have a problem with it, how to, you you name it, how to wash your car properly. Like oh, that. you did that with Reed when you took him to AutoZone to yeah. get uh, parts. Yep. Yeah, you that talked about that. That's, that's a, man, just take some time to teach mm-hmm. your kids. And I've got to do a better job of it. Just the simple things. It's Learn the simple things first. It's like, I have like a real gripe with the school system now that you don't teach how kids how to balance a checkbook or do stuff like just. Don't don't worry so much about calculus. Let's let's maybe teach them how to do it. Mm-hmm. Balance the budget. Like how do you how do you even do your checkbook? I mean, nobody knows how to do that. Especially yeah. in the day of of cards, it's like well, you just, I don't how much money I got. Well, I don't know. Let me look and see. I don't. Nobody does that anymore. Hey, so what, it's kind of, whatever you do, don't tell Kyle. Nobody uses checks. Well, you know what I'm saying. At least balance your budget. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, I, we used to. We all grew up with a ledger on your checkbook. But. Right. Uh-huh. I remember sitting down at the kitchen table with my dad, him teaching me about credits and debits, and yep. I was like, Oh my God, kill me now. Yeah, <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> but it's real life uh, applications you can yeah. use of that stuff, and yeah. we just don't do that anymore. Speaking so. of like teaching your kids how to do stuff, it, it it's easier said than done. It's it's something that I've mentioned that I struggle with as a dad and like how to teach my kids how to properly do stuff because for instance I took Jackson fishing this past weekend and you know he wanted to like he wanted to you know bait the hook with a worm and I'm like eh, okay. like maybe watch me first a little bit before you poke yourself you know and so I'm, I'm kind of this time around I did like the just the, sh- the show method you know I just I showed him how I was doing it and talked through it and then I tried to help him cast a little bit too but he was just it's just so funny. Like he was excited, so he was like really spastic about it. And so the first time we tried to like cast it out there, I kind of, you know, I, I have I, he his hand is on the pole, but I'm kind of helping him put the uh, his thumb like on the yeah you're kind of on the, the button or you're whatever. The guiding hand of this and I'm thing. like, all right, let's just do it nice and easy. And then you know, first reel, he just overdoes it. The, the hook just goes straight into the Ow, ground. Yeah, <laughs> bait's gone. <laughs> bait's yeah. gone. Yeah. And then and then we we're trying to rebate the hook. And, um, you know, just certain, certain things kids don't realize. And while I'm sitting here baiting the hook, he's behind me and he's, he's literally like has picked the pole up and started moving it while I've got the hook in my hand. I'm like, Oh Lord, I'm about to lose a finger here. So it's hard. It's hard, but it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's a perfect science to it. I think it's just kind of practice and you show them a little bit, a little bit at a time, I guess. Yeah. But I'll be the first to admit, like that's my biggest problem as a dad is patience with that kind yeah. of stuff. I'm like, it's tough. yeah, let me show you how to do it, and then I'll do it, and then I just end up doing it the next time. It's like, oh, I'm just let's let's speed this process up. Oh, let me do it. Let me let me do it. And I I really am trying to fight that urge of like yeah, it's hard because you something like easy as baiting the hook, you can do it in five seconds. Well, when you're trying to teach your kid to do it, it turns into a ten minute diatribe about how you gotta do it. Oh, let me do it, and then you it just ends up a disaster. But I mean, but it is a learning learn. moment. It yeah. is, yeah. If I may, I'm going to challenge us all. Every everybody listening with, <laughs> right. with mm-hmm. I'll Brilliant. say any kids still living in the house before our next podcast. I would say four weeks. Let's take our kids and give them an experience of something they've never done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Age, no, age like, appropriate. Like one that popped in my mind is my kids have piggy banks with money they have never gone to the bank to make oh, a deposit. We're way steep in that. Yeah. So that's going to be my about give it do something that you're like man I don't I, just something that they mail never a letter done. mail a letter or figure out how to oh, do something yeah. like that yeah yeah oh that's a all post right. office dropping yeah. uh, none of our kids have probably ever dropped a letter in the post office mm-hmm. mailbox yeah just send a text or all right challenge accepted okay, okay. You you have do your homework people. yeah can't wait uh, before we leave we need to give the definition of lo and behold yes oh, let's do that uh, fun Full fact uh, first of all it's not spelled l o w as you might think it's l o and behold yep. so lo and behold uh, used to much pre- very hors d'oeuvre situation yeah hors yeah. <laughs> divorce uh, used to present a new scene situation or turn of events often with a suggestion that although surprising it could in fact be have been predicted not the best definition, but uh, you took me out, and lo and behold, I got home to find my house had been ransacked. That's the definition yeah. that uh, Dictionary.com gives. I'd say you use that appropriately. Yeah, I feel you. like it was the right context. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If anybody's going to use it appropriately, yeah. it's going to be Kyle, I have no <laughs> doubt. One, one other thing I want to share. Yeah. Um, Final thoughts from Lance. This is actually about Kyle. Oh, no. Something, oh, something, you, something we didn't know, and the audience probably won't know either about Kyle, is apparently he's a big Beyonce fan. Do you guys know? Oh. This? Do you know where Ooh. I'm going with this? No, no. You don't remember? Mm. Oh, I think I do. <laughs> oh boy, I completely. So, I so we're this. so we're texting one day, and we're talking about UT basketball or something like that. Oh my god! And yes. out of out of nowhere, <laughs> Kyle just he texts everything I own in a box. Like that, that was it. <laughs> talking about basketball, and Kyle says. Everything I own in a box. And we're like, what? <laughs> I remember this. And naturally, Lance and I knew exactly <laughs> yes. how to retort. Well, we all started responding with, to the left, to the left. I could have another you in a minute. Yes. Like, it was hysterical. And Kyle Which was, was uh, I was on the wrong, th- for context, <laughs> yeah. I was on the wrong was thread. Sorry, wrong thread. I had a thread going with my wife, and she was like, she had got to the restaurant before. We were, our Wednesday night meal, we usually eat with the kids, like Mexican or something. She was like, she just sent me a simple text to the left. Like, when I come in and go left, and I was like, oh, that funny Beyonce. Like, little did I realize I was still in the basketball thread, and that triggered off a whole – I mean, that went yeah. on for a good that 10, made my 15 night. minutes. Yeah. 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 I was sitting there dazed and confused. Yeah. 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 Somebody said that was some Beyonce lyrics. I was yeah. like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it went on for several minutes. I was getting a good chuckle out of that. And then, so, yeah. then Adam sent the uh, – uh, Michael Scott, I am Beyonce, always meme, and I lost it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it always funny. comes back to the office. Yep, good times. That was a fun. That was my. That was probably my most fun memory of a wrong thread, gone awry. But yeah, well done, boys. That's my current it. one for sure. Yeah. All right. Any other final thoughts? I got my homework. I got to get my kids yeah, taught up on something new. So yeah, I might have Jack out there changing a tire on my truck or something. We'll see. Well, if he can, if he's a glass worker, I, you might have. <laughs> yeah, him we need to put a new window. Yeah, in. Let him install that window. Yeah, He'll that'll be the last broken that. window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. See you, folks. All Thanks right, enjoyed listening. it. See you, boys. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.